This is the 343 Podcast. I'm your host, John Pronich. Welcome to the show. Romeo Yozak is a name that you might be familiar with. He is a former guest on this podcast, but more importantly, he is the former technical director of the Croatian Football Federation and former sporting director at Dinamo Zagreb. And some of you can probably imagine why I wanted to interview Romeo after the 2018 World Cup, but do not let my Croatian heritage fool you. This was a pretty objective and realistic interview. Well, I think so, at least. But I will let you be the judge of that. Just for context, I recorded this conversation with Romeo four days after Croatia lost to France in the World Cup final. When it comes to Croatian football, Romeo's perspective is super unique. His intimate knowledge of the players, the coaches, and the entire Croatian football system is pretty much unmatched. And that is why I really wanted to catch up with him. You are going to hear Romeo talk about a number of different things in this interview. Some of the topics include his expectations for the team and individual players going into the 2018 World Cup, the successes and failures, and I put failures in quotations, of the other nations at the most recent World Cup. He shares a story about Mateo Kovacic, and it's about his history with taking and missing penalty kicks. It's a very interesting story. Uh, Romeo also shares a story about when he had to fire a U9 coach from the Dinamo Zagreb Academy. Uh, We talked a little bit about the details, why the details of coaching players or the development process really, really matter. And when when I say that they really, really matter, the example that Romeo gave was the position of the little toe matters when you're talking about true development. That was a fun story. Um... And he talked a little bit about the future of Croatian football and just football just in general. This interview really centered around Croatia's development process and the culmination of a lot of work, 15 years or 10 to 15 years worth of work that nobody ever saw. All all the world saw was Croatia's performance at the World Cup. And that is going to spark a lot of interest in what happened Uh, or how that team was built. But there were years and years and years worth of projects and coaches and academies and everybody working together for this to actually culminate with what everybody saw on the television or in person uh, during the 2018 World Cup. Uh, If you want to learn more about Romeo himself and and how he climbed the ladder inside of Croatian football, I suggest that you check out my first interview with him. Uh, It's definitely worth a listen. You can find that link to the original podcast with him in the write-up of this podcast, which is available on 343coaching.com. And I've also provided a link to Romeo's website where you can learn more about his book that he talks about, the Croatian Football Federation Development Curriculum. Uh, So you can find that link there. Um, But that brings me to a very, very interesting point. And it's something that Romeo and I actually talked about and something that I definitely want to address before we get any further into this episode. It's inevitable that you are going to see the learn to play like France, Croatia, Belgium, England books popping up left and right at this point. 
And we all joke about it after a team has even the slightest bit of success on a global stage. But all joking aside, the information in those books is not necessarily bad information. Coaches should always, always be encouraged to seek out new learning opportunities and the cutting edge material being put forth by high level practitioners and other people that study the game, uh, you know, as their profession. But more often than not, the mistake that coaches make is not the attempt to acquire the knowledge. The most common mistake a coach makes is the failure to commit to a process. Or as Romeo put it, having the guts to stick with the program. So what I really wanted to say is whatever you choose to do as a coach, whether it's the French methodology or the Croatian methodology or the 343 methodology, commit to it. You are not going to completely transform yourself or your team overnight or in one month or in one year especially if you don't have the guts to commit yourself to the process. So just a little bit about the 343 program and why it's designed the way that it is. It's designed to be a multi-year experience because if you're not committed to it, you're not going to see the long-term development that the program is designed for because development is not a quick copy and paste process. Now, to relate this back to 343 and why this podcast even exists, I can give you the examples of guys like Ulianes and Alex Mendez and Efra Alvarez. You guys, if you listen to this podcast, you've heard those names before. But those guys didn't become youth national team caliber players in one week. They just, they didn't. Their coach, Brian Kleiben, committed to a long-term development process that started when the guys were U10. And now at the ages of 16, 17, 18, that long-term plan is starting to pay huge dividends. And these guys are now transitioning from the youth to the professional game as teenagers. So if you're new to 343 or not sure what program I'm even referring to or the guy's names that I just dropped, no worries. No problem at all. That's completely fine. Uh, But if you want to get to know who we are and what we do and why we advocate for this commitment to a process. We actually have a free course that you can take to kind of get to know us. And I always say that you can kind of just dip your toes in the water and get a feel for what we do and how we do it and why we do it. Uh, in that free course, you'll actually be introduced to Brian, uh, the architect of the 343 curriculum. And if at any point you think that you're ready for it, the 343 premium coaching Uh, education course is where you'll see exactly what went into the making of one of the best youth teams in American soccer and some of the best American players like the ones that I just mentioned a moment ago. And the premium course gives you a look inside of the real training sessions that built those national team caliber players from the time that they were 10 years old until they started to sign pro contracts as teenagers, like I just mentioned a second ago as well. Uh, And if you are new to this podcast, Again, no problem. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate you finding us and spending some time with us. Um, But it is the 343 Premium Coaching Education members that actually help fund and support this podcast. So if you are a member of the 343 program, thank you. Thank you so much. I I couldn't thank you enough, actually. We really appreciate your your support. with that, I, I, I want to kind of just wrap up this this long-winded intro. I'm super sorry, but I felt like that was 
necessary for me to say. Um, if you want to learn more about 343, if you want to find links to Romeo stuff, if you just want to explore more and, and, and find more educational opportunities, you can find a bunch of links, videos, more podcasts, the coaching education programs. You can find all of that stuff on 343coaching.com. That's the numbers 34 and 3, coaching, all spelled out, dot com. All right. With that, I hope that you enjoy round two of my interviews with Romeo Yozak. Hey. Hey, Romeo, how are you? Doing good, doing good. How's everything? Everything's good, man. Everything's good. Let me... uh. Let me set this up right I here. I didn't. I didn't anticipate doing video. I was just gonna call, but this is good. <laughs> that's that's fine. Yeah. I see you being popular uh, all around now on Twitter. People are following <laughs> like crazy. Well, I, I hate it, man. Because you know, you know what it does is it. Uh, it makes me responsible. Like I, I, I well, I hate having to be responsible because people expect content to be good and they expect content to come out every single yeah. week. And so now I need yeah, to some pressure. Yeah, it brings yes. some pressure. On. Hey, it's it's good. It's good though. I like it. Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. So, uh, yeah. what's new, man? You know how it is. Uh, we're all kind of enjoying the uh, the uh, the atmosphere here in country from the from the World Cup. Um, I think it's uh, it's something what uh, we were even myself. I was I was hoping uh, being trying to be systematic, trying to plan, trying to be realistic. But then again, when you actually get that close. Uh, especially the final game, uh, you kind of even maybe deserve it even to win it right at the end. And then you kind of like not, not do it. Then, uh, then you wake up here in Croatia and it gets, I mean, you probably saw like the welcome parties uh, of, of, of the national team players. I mean, crazy, crazy, something else. Right. So uh, it's, it's good. I'm, I'm curious to get your, to get your take on the, the realistic aspect of it. Cause you, you mentioned like, Hey, like I tried to be realistic about it at, at what point, did uh did you think like man like you know this is actually realistic was that before the tournament was it thinking about the next cycle was it you know when, when it was just the final game i don't know if that question makes sense no no it does it does uh, i will i will try to uh try to get it closer to you and to uh, obviously people that follow that uh one game uh one game is pretty uh pretty unstable unstable condition to be realistic about if you know what i'm trying to say for example in one game um uh, 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 so many different things can can get you on and can get you off uh, outside of your realistic quality right for example uh sometimes you have 20 shots on a goal and then you miss you have three posts you miss and then somebody else gonna be lucky and you lose one zero bye bye right even though you're a lot better right so um, in, when you have one game in a tournament, you have seven games, never mind three games in a group. It is obviously a lot more unstable and a lot more under uh, variation of different, all different parameters than only your quality. Then, for example, a league where there's 35 rounds, 34 rounds, 40 rounds, and you can actually make it up. You lose a game, you can come back up there. So... I would say the winner of the league is realistic 
club that has the best quality in a given league. Barcelona is probably because you know they can tie a game, they can lose a game, but you cannot have be lucky in 38 games. You cannot have not been lucky in 38 games, right? So you, it's pretty realistic, right? Now, when you come to the actual World Cup, in your question, the uh, the uh, tell me who's going to be brave enough and smart enough to say the German being knocked out in the group stage is not a football giant still in the world, right? Who's going to be smart and, and, and brave enough to say that Italy is not a football giant in the planet, not actually being qualifying over there, right? So uh, never mind Argentina, they were, uh, you know, questioning. Blah, blah, blah. So being realistic or trying to be realistic, you got to be aware that in the actual World Cup, you got to, a lot of things have to have to actually, you know, fit fit the spot. You got to be sometimes even lucky with the things. Well, you can be even unlucky. You've seen how many games actually went different way. Even our some games went different way. However, this is for me the crucial part. However, uh, you cannot be this much lucky to win the game if you don't have the quality to be close actually in the area to do that. You cannot be this unlucky not to win the game if you're not close to that area. So, yes, I understand there's some luck uh, because uh, you've probably seen one of the first games of that for me, a really nice game, Germany against Mexico, where Germany dominated, dominated, dominated. They just couldn't score at the end, right? And they went home after after three games. So, obviously, you got to be – but you got to have some – got to have be there on the, on the top of that level over there. And then, obviously, a little bit of that, a little bit of that gives you luck or gives you unlucky situation. Um, as we spoke about, and I saw your your comment, and, and I appreciate that because I was really believing it, and I was really, I knew with this World Cup we're going to be on this level, right on the top of the quality, needing obvious and necessary a bit of a momentum, bit of a psychology, bit of a luck, bit of a bit of a bit of a atmosphere, and we had it. But I'm not surprised. I wasn't surprised from the very beginning because even even obviously when you see the the final games again against big France, everybody's talking about France. We almost, I'm not going to be this, this open say, but we outplayed France in, in, in almost in the final match, not winning it, only because of those other facts that are taking place in, in, in a football match itself, especially when there's one of them. But generally, um, um, yes, you're a bit nervous. Uh, you know what you're talking about. But you know how it is. Football is an unpredictable thing. Uh, what did I say? Uh, from the very beginning, I was believing because when you do all the analysis, mathematics, uh, parameters, knowing the psychology, because I obviously know all these guys there, I mean, you're, you're getting a player and you're buying a player and then you're, okay, he's got this many goals, this many stats, blah, blah, but you don't know his mentality. His mentality you follow for the last 15, 20 years. And then when you do know it, then you can become, listen, we have penalties against these guys. Listen, I know those guys are not going to crack. I know those guys are not going to collapse because I know those guys, right? Then you need a bit of a, this momentum, a bit of a luck, and we obviously had it. But we're there. We're right on the top of the world, the quality-wise, and uh, could have been could have been pieces and dots where you're going to win it or you're not going to be being the the, the, the runner-up. But as I say, I was believing in it all along, right? It's amazing to hear you talk about it because I know that you're you are such an intricate part or, or, or important important part of the development process of a lot of these players. I, I want to know what what actually came to fruition from from your work that you did with these guys, maybe dating back five, 10 years. So was there anything that, that you saw, you know, come to life or, or come true maybe, or, or was there something that kind of left you still wanting more out of some of these guys? 
Uh, well, first of all, I got to tell you, yes, I was I was maybe having the the, uh, the, the, the the most responsible position as an academy director, as a technical director. But there has been enormous number of uh, coaches from Croatia. Uh, I can even name you uh, 10, 15 coaches, my colleagues, my assistants, guys that were actually putting the hard work. Yes, I was in a position uh, directing and, and, and giving maybe the, 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 the overall idea and direction. But there's so many hard work behind it. I mean, all the... I know the coach, U13 coach in Dinamo, how much hard work was put in that year, the 17 coach, U19 coach. So uh, a lot of, a lot of credit goes to other people, obviously, as well, all of, all of us here in Croatia. Um, that's beautiful, you know by the way, Romeo, that's beautiful that you're, that you're sharing that because I think a lot of people um, would be 100% okay with taking all of the credit, and I love that you, that you just shared it. But no, no. I mean, listen. You, as I say, I'm trying to be realistic again. Even though sometimes you're emotional, and you know, at, at one point you want to say something. You wake up in the morning, say, "Listen, let's be honest. Let's let's say those things the way they really are." Yes, I was here last 15, as you know, from our last podcast, last 15 years, and I was I was I was running those positions. But I had, listen, I had 40 guys in the academy there. I had 15 guys in in a federation, and believe me, like I know how much how much hard work, how much efforts from every single. Uh, a, a team manager, the, the the kit managers, those guys, coaches, U12, 13s. So when you when you when you now uh, Dalic is obviously uh, has won it, but even him being sincere and modest and everything, saying, "Listen, I'm here for this long, these these man," and you got to be also realistic. I mean, how about all these guys that were wanting it? Ante Chacic maybe being lucky, unlucky with all this, but we played good football in two years ago. And you said it yourself in 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 France, where right? we played over there, being a bit unlucky with the Portugal in a in a in, in that game. So it all came back. It all came back right now. But I say it's not a moment. It's a it's a it's a process. It's a big process. And when there's a process, we talk about there's got to be a lot of people. There's got to be a lot of things uh, that we got to talk. As I say, we can we can we can go with a lot of names. I'm happy and privileged to be uh, running those processes uh, on my positions. But as I say now, we talk about the, about, the, about the players themselves. You know what? Uh, again, being a process, it's um, it's not a single event. You know, so many things, so many crises. I mean, I remember we played Mladen Ramljak. It's a tournament, U uh, U19 tournament. You probably know of. Dinamo is organizing that every uh, every spring. It's called Mladen Ramljak after this famous Dinamo player. Uh, and then the eight teams, eight eight U19 teams gather in in Dinamo. And there's usually Real Madrid coming, Barcelona coming. Uh, big clubs, you, it's a friendly tournament, but big big clubs coming, right? So uh, that given year, Mateo Kovacic was the captain of the U19 team, and we had against Hajduk split the final game. And uh, and listen, Dinamo Hajduk, no matter how friendly that is and everything, but it's it's stressful. Those stands are full. U19s, you know, never mind. It's not a senior game, but U19s, Dinamo against Hajduk, it's it's Barcelona against Real Madrid. u 19 still, it's 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 you know, sparks. You can't even think about that being friendly match. It's it's really like as competitive as it can be. Mateo Kovacic is a captain, and we we uh, there's zero zero at the end. We go into penalty shootouts, right? I was academy director at that time, and we're taking penalties, and Mateo Kovacic misses it as a captain, right? We still win it because the rest of the rest of the guys scored it, and we I think it was four three at the end. And Mateo was crying, and I came to the middle of the pitch, I hugged him. I said, listen, I don't know why, but you know, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna remember that moment uh, sometimes in in your life, and you're gonna score decisive goal because you missed this one now today, and this is gonna be so much into your brain, so much because, well, 
He was playing in a World Cup now a couple of days ago. But at that moment of his life, that was the top of the career, probably, right? And he was missing. And he was so crying. He was so... He couldn't believe he missed it. Being the best potential guy we had in the academy at that time, all of us knowing he's going to be the big star as he is, right? Now, he's taking a penalty shot against... Uh, I don't know who, who was that against. Uh, was that against uh, Russia, I think, right? Yeah. And I'm thinking... When he was walking towards the ball, I mean, I swear to God, I had goosebumps. And I remember that moment came. I said, listen, this is the moment you're going to make that shot because you missed that. And I knew there's going to be a moment in your life you're going to be taking a big penalty sh- shoot and you're going to be scoring it. And he misses it again. What I'm trying to say is, this, believe me, there will be a next sometime in two years, in five years, in ten years, one penalty shot he's going to be taking for the Champions League trophy, for the next Euro trophy, and he's going to be shooting it. Because he's going to remember, you're building in your career, you're making, you're, making a, you're making a progress, you're learning, you're suffering, you're falling down, you're scraping your knees, but you want to, you, you don't give up, you don't give up. And then God obviously gives you credit for that and he pushes you on. So I'm still thinking there's this penalty somewhere in the future, he's going to be, he's going to be scoring, he's going to be the decisive one, and he's going to be the one doing it because he's a guy that is so much into that. You know, moments like that, I can tell you, like from each one of these careers that they had, I, we spoke about Luca's career before, right? So um, it's, it's unbelievable for me to grow and to learn from these moments in a, in a past. And you see those guys now in a big scene uh, being happy, uh, doing what they do, being grateful and, and and if you can notice every each single one of them you know this is for the people this is for the country this is for croatia this is for us this is for because they know how much emotions even people here fans never mind the coaches never mind the clubs put into into their careers when they were young so it's amazing it's amazing to be a part of all that right it's it's really awesome to hear your insight too because you guys you know these guys so intimately and and you've been there you've you've been there when when Mateo's crying in the middle of the field and you've been the one to hug him and bring him up and and just to know that you know how much you know about them and their development and to hear your insight is is so so valuable I think for coaches to to hear um, I'm I'm really curious because we could talk about a number of different things right now and I know you've done a couple interviews already um, I think you you you've talked with Tom Byer on his show already is that right Yeah. 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 So I'm I'm really curious what what do you want to talk about? Like what do you think is the most important thing right now for for coaches to to know or to understand about this process that that the Croatian players have been through, the Croatian Federation or the coaches there have been through? I mean, I I think I think we uh uh all the coaches that again want to be realistic and not too emotional. You can win a game, you can lose a game at U14s. But that means nothing. You know, it means nothing. It's a it's a process, and if you don't if you don't pick a right talent at a right age, if you don't give them and and, and load them with a with a proper proper pressure, proper endurance, proper uh, proper quality of coaching, um, then you rely only on the on the pure luck. Even if you do that, all those things, you got to rely on a bit of a well. When I say lucky. Um, not to get injured, you know, not to not to fall in love in a wrong girl, you know, not to uh, not to make those wrong steps in a in a in, in a career because they're also human beings. I remember I'm not I'm not going to name name them now, but I can remember <laughs> Croatian athletes right now, big Croatian athletes that were winning Olympic medals, and you know, at the age of 35, they're finishing their careers, and they're saying, "Listen, you know what? I have a couple of gold medals, and I have a couple of a couple of big achievements, but you know what? In last 
20 years of my, I don't know if you spoke about it, the last 20 years of my, of my education as a, I haven't been, I haven't been on Saturday out. I haven't been twice out. I haven't had a proper drink with a, with a, with the friends because it was only work, 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 you know? And when you see those guys doing something in our eyes as a fans or well, in their eyes as a fans, our eyes as the guys are working, you know, how can I have done he, how can I miss this? How can I like made this good? They're human beings, you know, they're human beings. Messi is a human being, you know, Messi, when you see the guy, you know, there's a there's a pressure of the planet on his back. You know, it's not a pressure of the Argentina because everybody's looking how this guy walks. What is this guy saying? What is this guy drinking? What is this guy like? How is he like? What, what kind of haircut? And this is a pressure. And they're human beings. They all have one heart as we do. They have two legs as we do. They have two eyes as we do. Yes, they're talented, but they're human beings. You know, so you've got to be as a coach, you've got to be full of understanding. And you're gonna be full of full of full of uh, proper words and psychology and direction. Listen, those guys are human beings. They're not they're not machines. You know, like they okay. You no, know, you gotta work, 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 and then you're gonna be making it. No, they're gonna crack. They're gonna crack down because they're also human bodies. Like so, for the coaches, obviously, listen. You wanna you wanna first of all you wanna detect what the proper talent is. You know, talent is uh, this guy's got this 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 and that. Listen, load him on, load, but be 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 careful, not. For this guy to the age of 16 say, listen, you old guys go to hell. I'm not leaving soccer because I can't handle this, you know, because it's too much of a pressure and too much of I don't enjoy it. I want to love it. And you want to have the guy that's going to be loaded with endurance, loaded with some kind of a, any kind of a pressure, but still enjoying it and loving it. You know, it's kind of a balance with the education, balance, balance, overall balance in your education. And, uh, and it's not easy. You know, it's not easy. And then imagine now, okay, now somebody wants to make a world champion in a World Cup in U.S. in eight years. That means those guys, if they want to have an average at the age of 28, which probably they should be around 28, 27 for them to be okay, that means they're 20 now. That means they're 20 now, right? That means you're already too late if you want to be making a team winning a World Cup because <laughs> those guys, it's, it's, it's to eight, eight, only eight years is only not enough. They got to be 12. They got to be even eight. So you got to be looking at the World Cup. We don't know where it's going to be. We got to be looking at the World Cup if you want to be making a World Cup, doing with all these. So when we talk this right now in this 2018, seven days after the World Cup, that means all these processes are way in, way, way, way already halfway through. Never mind close to the end, because as I say, in in Qatar, in four years, those guys should be around age 21, 22. If you want to be the ones winning that, more or less, more or less, roughly. That means it's pretty much everything is already done deal. Pretty much. Those guys are playing in the series. Okay, now you have the States and areas. So it's a process. So if you want to make something, obviously the only parent uh, at the age of, that's why I appreciate Tom, because he's the one doing the job that nobody nobody sees. You know, who is who's going to be patient enough because he's primarily dealing with the guys from the age three to, let's say, age of six, seven, eight, right? So those guys are going to be efficient in the game of soccer in 15, 20 years. And we're all going to be, I'm going to be having, hopefully, if I'm going to be alive, 65, 70. And who, who's got patience for that? You know, who's got, who's got, no, 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 no. Everybody wants, you know, if I'm not going to win the game next weekend, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go. If I can't earn some money next weekend, I'm not going to even invest in anything. This is how fast it became. So I give really credit to all these guys that are never mind taking a four-year cycle to develop something. Never mind 15-year or 20-year cycle that you're going to do in order to win. So, yes, I was lucky. I was around. Yeah, I was 20. I was 20 years younger than I am right now. But that's a process. That's a process. And listen, without a process, yes, you can have a good coach. 
But you can't tell me that four years ago, uh, Germany had the best coach in the, on the planet. They were in a, and now four years after, they're not having a good coach. Of course, they're having a good coach. He's, he's only better because he's four years more experienced. He, he's four years more knowledgeable. But they got knocked out in, in the group stage. So, obviously, so many little de- those little details. Uh, but um, not him, not Dalic, not, not Mourinho, not nobody can do if the condition, as I said from the very beginning, if you're not going to be up there in the level of the quality where you got to be. So you can have just name five best coaches and, and put them to be the head, the coaches of the national team of, you know, Swahili or whichever country you want. They're not going to be making it. Unfortunately, they're not going to be making it. Why? Because they can't, this is the level those guys are not in or those guys are in. Okay, now when you're in this level, when you're in this ball, ball park area, then obviously little details count, and that's where a real coach gets. But to get into this quality, and Croatia is, and for me, I had so many interviews these last couple of days, so many, unbelievable how many interviews people wanted to hear or listen, because they obviously people follow, and they see you've been around doing this all your life, right? And for me, and for me, one of the, one of the reasons, one of the, one of the things that I know we're on the right path is that out of the 13, I think we, even you and me spoke about it, out of the big 13 competitions, and for us, is a big competition, is a Euro, and it's World Cup, we've been on 11. You know, we all just missed one. We missed one in, 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 in South Africa, the World Cup, and the other one, Euro, I think that was in, uh, in, uh, in uh, what was that? I forgot. So that means last 25 years, we have been there in this level of the quality, sometimes being a bit lucky, sometimes having it, but if, if we're doing the, 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 the normal analysis that we know that Luca is 33, that we know he, he's got all this, that we know the racket is, listen, you got to be there. You got to have this quality. I appreciate Drogba. I, I appreciate Pogba. I appreciate Griezmann. I appreciate Mbappe. But listen, we have some serious guys. And this is what we showed, right? This is what we showed. So it's a, it's, it's a beauty of the game. And it's obviously complexity of the game, uh, especially when you lose a game next weekend. And that's when I hear Dalic thinking about, should I leave? Should I stay? Should I leave? You know, Croatia, uh, we're, we're, we're celebrating it as, as we were world champions now. Because for the, for the size of the country, for the investments of the, of the football, for the overall uh, backup of the football on every other level than the working, than the coaching, than the talent, it's really poor comparing to the big countries. Um, we're enjoying, we're enjoying this, uh, this obviously part too much or, or, or a lot. And then listen, you, you are obviously you got to prepare yourself for the future. You got to invest, you got to invest the, uh, for the new kids, uh, around. So, uh, it's, it's, it's a big thing. It's a big thing and it's not an easy thing. And that's why, you know, people say, you know, oh, he did that, he did that. And that's why you won. That's why you lose, um, so much more behind it. I would, I would appreciate every single training session every single U9 or U11 coach did 15, 20 years ago for them to succeed on this level. Obviously, somebody, every coach does their thing. You know, a coach at the U13, they're not falling too much for the result. They're falling too much for the education or for the methodology or for the edu- for, the, for, the, for the teaching. Later on, competition kicks in. Later on, the, the pressure kicks in. Obviously, Dalic was in the right moment or the right moment of time, and, and everything fell, fell in one spot the, 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 the way it should. But it's uh, it's uh, it's amazing, right? It's amazing. You you mentioned something um, th- that I did wanted to a- or I did want to ask about because somebody asked about it on Twitter was when when does winning become part of of the equation when when you guys are going through the development process? I would say I would say puberty should be the rough line. Why? Because when kids get into puberty, 
they're, they're changing. They're becoming from the kids, they're becoming men. And just by the fact from the kids becoming a man, their, um, their, their hormones, their psychology, uh, momentums, for example, there's so many drills you can, you can even, you can, you can overload those guys, which with, with unnecessary physical or mental or intellectual pressure in their own ages, because those guys are going to crack. Not only are they going to crack, but they're not going to do anything from it because you're completely missing a window, window for the development. And there you're not going to get any. Whereas, for example, if you're hitting the right thing at the right time in a right window phase, you're going to be getting 10 times more of the different skill you're going to be working on if you do that in the proper time. So if you're going to be falling for, I don't know if I told you about this, but that's going to be, that's one thing that I'm never going to forget. And so I think for the coaches, it's very interesting. I was the academy director of Dynamo. And I'm just taking over the job. And uh, at the age of U9, one of the coaches, there was a game. We played against Zagreb. We, came, we played against... Uh, we played against uh, 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 hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, no problem. Na telefonu sam dečki hitno bitno mi jako... Vidimo se posle. We're playing a game at the, U, at the, at the age U9. It's really important, and I think coaches should, should know that. It's, uh, and we're Dinamo Zagreb. We play against Zagreb, Zagreb club. It's a competitive level, and they had a good age group, those guys. And uh, and we lost the game 1-0. We shouldn't have lost it, but we lost the game. I haven't seen the game. I was busy with other things around at the age of 9. And it was a, obviously tragedy at that time. I just took over the position as, a, as, a, as an academy director. And... One other coach that was assisting on the other team came to me. He says, Romeo, director, can, can you please, I want to show you something. I said, well, like, what is it? Well, please, please, can you, I, I want to show you something in the locker room. Okay, I'm going to go with you. So that was the game. So that was the locker room. After the game, our locker room, where kids were changing, our team that lost 1-0 against a team we shouldn't have lost against. So we're getting to the locker room. It was completely empty, like half an hour after those guys left. And he showed me, take a look at this. I'm like, what is it? And he's pointing at the bench. And there's obviously nobody in the locker room anymore. He's pointing at the bench, and there's like a piece of a piece of a leak on the bench from the kid that peed in his pants, because after the game, coach was yelling so much at them that the guy peed in his pants. This is how scared he was. The coach was fired the following day. But imagine how many coaches are taking unnecessary, even violence, on the kids at the age of U9, where this kid even doesn't have protection and our hormones are our protection because in the puberty, we're becoming a man. Now, if you're becoming a man, there should be some pressure. At the U9, at the age of U9, at the age of U11, at the age of 13, those guys don't have this protection. They don't have any hormonal protection uh, from the physical, from the psychological, from the mental violence even, because that was the violence. We lost the game. And he was yelling at those kids so much, how could have you? I can even only imagine how, because obviously he, had to, he wanted to win the game. And the guy peed his pants from the, from the stress that he survived and experienced, right? So when you ask me, what is the proper age? Now, this is definitely unnecessary and it should be done like that. But then, but then you having a team like the national team, creation action team, never mind any other team, even, even U21 level, uh, 
you're on a big arena and you're exposed to huge pressure and you have to win. Otherwise, you won't survive. So there has to be a balance between, okay, in this age, no, 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 let's not load those guys with the pressure because, first of all, they will not gain anything from it. Second of all, you're going to harm them because it's completely un unnecessary and, and, and not normal. But then again, how are these guys going to know and treat a result being under pressure if you're not going to be exposing the pressure to them in the early ages as well? So how can you expect that Mateo Kocic is going to be taking a penalty shot on the World Cup now in Russia if he hasn't experienced the big pressure in the U19 level for him at that stage? Probably the same equal, equal level of pressure or, or importance. Don't get me wrong, but at the age of U19 at that game, it was really, really, really important because he was crying after missing a penalty against Russia. But believe me, he was crying much more after miss, missing a penalty against Hajduk at that time when I saw him at U19. So I, I do want to talk about really quickly the book that you released because I think it's it's great and a lot of people are interested in it. But you mentioned uh, just a few minutes ago that people need to be committed to a process. And and this is why I was really hesitant. I think you saw the tweet yesterday that I, that I put out that I was really hesitant to start to, you know, push the interview that I did with you last year because people are going to want to think like, oh, you know, here's the Croatian way. I'm just going to pick this up. And then in two years, my team's going to play beautiful football. And that's not and that's not realistic. And so I, I want you to, you know, talk about the book you released and maybe the expectations that coaches should have if they if they do decide to purchase it or or what what they should expect that's that's inside the book that can help them become better coaches i mean um i'm gonna be again trying to be honest and realistic with you uh i was putting uh together with my assistants uh and colleagues and a lot of them being in the academy a lot of them being in a federation uh helping you out with that being being there as well working on the same thing with me but it's a two, 240 page long or big book it's not even a it's not even a booklet it's a book with uh for me I haven't seen such a detailed technical and functional technical periodization and, and process uh, of education through all the age groups analysis. I haven't seen it around. Well, I've seen a lot of books, but I, I, I can really say it's, it's, one of, it's, it's a good document. It's a really good document. Um, it's a summary of, well, summary, it's a summary in a way of everything we did in Dinamo, everything we were doing in, 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 in Federation as well. I'm happy that it was, uh, officially approved. It was officially approved by, uh, by our Federation. And, and I can tell you in the last seven days, so many people contacting me, so many, so many guys wanting to buy it because again, you're saying it's a recipe, it's a. Now you're going to be getting this and you're going to be you're going to be taking care of that in a second, which doesn't work that easy. Right. But uh, but uh, um, I think if but I think I know because it actually was was uh, proven from my from my view anyway, uh, if you're going to be following that in a capacity where the way it says, because it's really extremely, you know, detailed. We, you know, I see, I hear a lot of coaches talking, you know, detail here, detail there. But when you talk about a detail, it should be a position of a little toe sometimes, you know, not even, okay, you guys are playing 4-3-3. It should be a position of a little toe. We, and, we frequently and, say blade of grass. So what blade of grass should you stand on is, is exactly, the detail we talk exactly, about. Exactly. So, uh, so uh, when you say, de when I say detail, it's really detail. It's a really detailed periodization. And if somebody is going to have patience enough, if somebody is going to have guts enough, because result 
doesn't always pay back right away. I can tell you, uh, in the academy, listen, it took me three, four years just to put proper people on the proper places in the academy as an academy director. You know, there was a lot of changes, a lot of mixes, a lot of even unpleasant moves, you know, even a lot of big names from the from the past of Yugoslavian football were, 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 were fired and the new guys brought in for this to take place. And now after 15 years, you see some, okay, we're, we're close to being a world champion, right? So it's a lot of a sacrifice. But if somebody is going to be in the academy, having a time, having a, having a knowledge and having a patience to actually apply those things that are in, in this book, I can tell you there's not going to be any kind of a special unluck with uh, improper injuries where unnecessary uh, falling is in love or anything, those guys are going to be making it, right? So I'm, I'm, really, I'm really happy about the book. I'm really, I'm really uh, because that was, I think, even told you uh, a year ago. It's my, uh, it's something what I'm, if, if, if any, uh, one coach is going to be reading one line and using it, I'm going to be doing my job. And there has been quite a few so far wanting to run it and wanting to, uh, wanting to get it, wanting to, uh, wanting to use it. So I'm happy. But uh, you're right. I also got to be mentioned this. Uh, if they think now, just uh, just if gonna use, okay, now we're going to be using this for a couple of weeks and we're going to play like Croatia, it won't be like that. It won't be like that. But if you're going to be using it in your academy from the early ages and follow that through all along through the education, then it's going to pick up big time and it's going to be it's going to be very very efficient. What has it been like in in Croatia? How, how has that document been received by people outside of outside of Dinamo? Is are the other academies reading it or are other academies starting to follow something similar? Uh, I'm going to be again honest with you. Uh, when I was in Dinamo, I thought um, I thought the uh, it's only us important. Uh, when I came to Federation as a TD, then I realized, and just the other day, they called me from the States from one, uh, one, one radio station. Okay, what is, the, what is the cure? What is the, what is the necessity in order to, uh, to succeed? Even in Canada, um, um, uh, Jason, uh, the academy, the, uh, the development coordinator for Canada FA called me as well. We spoke about those little details. Connection with the academy directors is crucial. Because the head coach of a U14 national team, he's got kids not longer than one month uh, under umbrella of the federation, maybe a month and a half, maybe two months, but that's it. So the rest 10 months, those guys are somewhere else. You know, they're in the club. If you don't have a buy-in, if you don't have connection, if you don't have commitment from the academy directors, never mind the, the, the coaches themselves, but okay, academy directors, they're overseeing and running the given clubs. And then I realized, then I realized what is important, how important that is to have the buy-in, to have the connection with the academy directors. And I can quite say, quite openly with you, yes, there's always, you know, nobody's a prophet in their own backyard. But I was even surprised, not trying to say being a prophet, but I was surprised because uh, I was confident and sure in the quality of the document. And I knew, and before that, it was really scanned and analyzed and criticized and put upon, put upon different boards and, and people around and then most of those guys were those guys working operationally as academy directors already in the clubs in Croatia anyway. So overall, we had a kind of a, some kind of a, let's say, a joined, a joined a document, which obviously, okay, I was pushing, running uh, at the end, blessing and signing. But it's an it's a, it's a opinion of the, I would say, 80% of the Croatian philosophy of the coaches that maybe didn't have time, maybe didn't have financial ability, didn't have the role, a function, to put that together as a document, but when you talk to these guys, this is how they're thinking. So yes, it was a, it was a, let's say, hand in hand operation. It was easier for me, 
Yes, sometimes Hajduk split as a, as a as a big opposition. No, 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 no. We're gonna go completely differently. <laughs> but uh, but uh, but uh, but later on, even 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 we all agreed on most of those things. And I say I'm happy. It was very well received in Croatia as well. That's good to hear. Um, I I, I want to f- maybe wrap everything up with with two last questions. And maybe could you describe to to people that are listening right now what it's been like in in Croatia this last five six days um since the since the final and then and then the last question would be what's what's next what's on the horizon or, or what what are people already talking about for for the next step i mean uh, now with the social media and social networks everybody sees what's happening in every corner of the planet no matter where you're at so uh you've seen how it's been here i think every big thing uh in life whatever happens then when you wake up and then you wake up again and you wake up again a couple of days and you actually be aware uh what 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 you've achieved you know like it's not okay it wasn't a dream it's actually really real so um us getting the third place in 1998 i think we actually even became aware of that maybe a couple even years after that because achieving what you achieved having all these big countries all there so yeah you were you were you were you won a third place right now this is going to be even even uh bigger and i think uh, this summer is still fresh it's uh, it's it's a, it's a time of the holidays and everything is still so hot you know everything is so fresh and people are still dreaming you know people are still getting sober from being drunk for like for like <laughs> days you know what i mean so they can't even even think rationally because they're they're not even completely completely sober and obviously joking a little but not too much not too much so uh, it's been crazy it's been crazy it's it's a dream and and i'm so happy to see the because you know, like every nation, there's so many coaches, so many diversities, so many opposition. Uh, you know, I would have done this. You know, I wouldn't have played the Manjukic. I would have played Conrad. I would have. Uh, but then, you know, we get unified at the end. Unified at the end, and we're living a dream. Even though, uh, just to go to the second question already, you know, the qualifier is going to come soon. Uh, there's going to be a qualifiers for the Euro. There's going to be a, a, another World Cup to chase. And the expectations, the 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 the, the ladder, the bar is going to be really set high up. And whoever's going to be the head coach, whoever's going to be the team, you know, those guys playing against you, they're going to be treating you completely differently because you're Croatia now. You know, you're not, you have been Croatia before, but you are the Croatia now, right? So it's going to be, it's going to be tough. But for me, as I said a year ago about us achieving what we're going to achieve or trying to achieve this year, I can tell you, for example, in Qatar in four years, you know, the Brekalo, I don't know if you know him, Brekalo, uh, guys, 98. He's going to be the starting 11. You know, if he's going to be healthy, he's going to be starting 11 together with Piazza and Rebic. Then you have Sosa, uh, you know, after Pivaric and Srinic, you have Sosa on the left full-back position. This guy's going to be the one. Benkovic, he's going to be the, uh, as soon as Lovren says, listen, I can't play anymore, Benkovic is going to be the one and do it. Charlotte Tazar, they already played the game in Argentina. Um, you have uh, you have Shunic, the center defender, that is when, when, when Rakitic says, I can't do it. So I'm happy because we now, you know, those guys you don't know, the entire planet now knows the guys everybody knows about in Croatia. But those guys we know because we used to work with the, their mentalities. We used to work. And I can be 100% sure that in Qatar, especially in the States, we're going to have a serious, serious, serious team again. Can't quite say how we're going to be achieving what we achieve now in, in, in Russia. But I'm happy next 10 years, which is within my, let's say, operational jurisdiction in the past. I know those guys. I can foresee we're going to be having serious guys as I was joking, well, I wasn't joking. I was trying to play as serious as I could. And I, and I outlined for one media two years ago, the starting 11 of the Croatia in 2022 in Qatar, if they're all going to be healthy. 
And I can pretty be sure, you know, out of 11 guys on, on a paper, there's going to be at least nine of them in the starting 11. You don't want to be healthy. So I call this a process. I call this a, I call this a long-term process. And, uh, and uh, as I say, uh, this, this is what the planning is. But believe me, the next game we lose, it's going to be, you know, oh, <laughs> again, again, again. Okay, what, what the hell is he thinking? What the hell does he know? What the hell? So when I hear Dalic thinking about it's going to be for him, unbelievably hard to achieve what he achieved and uh, if he thinks listen it's better for me to leave when i'm on the top uh makes sense but then again you owe something for croatian people and i don't think he's gonna leave i don't think he's gonna leave he's gonna lead us for the euro qualifiers and then he's gonna leave i think so anyway but we'll see but you know it's 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 the beauty of the game and then and then and that's it it reminds me of something you said last time we talked where Croatian, Croatia has four million coaches, not just one coach. So, yeah, if, if Dalic, you know, loses the next game, everybody's going to be going crazy. There you go. There. There's a new coach <laughs> coming on right away. There, there's too many of them anyway waiting for the job. <laughs> of course. Hey, uh, before I let you go, I actually, I, I want to publicly say thank you to you because you helped me out when I was uh, stuck in Europe uh last year uh, actually yeah, uh, yeah. I, Republic, I, right? yeah so I, I had landed in 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 munich and i was flying to prague and i had absolutely no idea where my destination was i knew that there was yeah, a game yeah. that i needed to get to but i didn't have the address and so i was like who can i call or text that might Who's know and i was like happening? all right I'll, I'll try romeo i don't know i, I don't know if he if he's there even going to answer but you gave me the right address and and it, it made my trip man <laughs> there you go yeah, so thank you for that, and, and thank you for, no your, for your time, man. I really appreciate it, and, and if there's ever anything that we can do for you here in the United States, just let us know, man. Thank you. Take care of yourself. We touch you. All right. Thank you. Bye. All right, thank you for listening to another episode of the 343 Podcast. And thank you to my guest, Romeo Jozak, for coming back on the show for a second time. It was a real treat to get a chance to talk to him and to talk about Croatian football. I don't get to do that very often on this podcast, but I love it. And if you would like to find the original episode that I recorded with Romeo or more episodes of this podcast or more information about 343 and what we offer, you can find all of that at 343coaching.com. That's the numbers 343coaching, all spelled out, dot com. Uh, real quick before I let you go, I want you to hear Tom Beyer talk about his experience with taking one of our online courses. And Tom Beyer is actually somebody who's worked very closely with Romeo. Go figure. So here's what Tom had to say. And I can tell you, after someone who's done a lot of coaches' education, both as a student and as an instructor, that you will learn more by watching one or two of their videos that you might learn on any full-time course. Because the, the one thing that I liked about what they're presenting is, again, it's simplicity, man. It's very simple. It's not a lot of, you know, complicated words. It makes sense. And it goes right directly to the heart of, of, of the game on, on, on how, to, how to develop. Um, not just, you know, individual players, but develop teams as well. Once again, thank you for listening to the 343 podcast. And you can find all the information about our free and our premium online courses by visiting 343coaching.com. That's the numbers 343coaching, all spelled out, dot com. All right. Thank you so much, and we will catch you guys next time here on the 343 Podcast.